what he believes to be of quality. But there is, unseen by most, an episodic horror-based TV show. A show that still holds up. A show called Tales from the Dark Side. And when I looked inside, I saw the ring. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Talks from the Dark Side, the podcast where we talk about tales from the dark side, the 80s horror anthology television show created by George Romero and Richard Rubenstein. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Chris Barr. Today, we're talking about Ring Around the Redhead, written and directed by Theodore Gershney, based on an original story by John McDonald, with an original air date of October 13th, 1985. Hey, guys, you like H.P. Lovecraft? But wish he did more romance stories? No. <laughs> well, here you go. <laughs> I love Lovecraft, but no, I'm, I'm 100% good on that one. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. A, a love noir, if you will. Right? Uh, that's kind of what, what we got here. It's like take From Beyond, put in a blender with like a romance. <laughs> yeah. No, not even good. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if What's like- the thing going on? A fucking John Hurt's yeah. head? <laughs> His pineal gland? Yeah. Could you imagine if like Charles Dexter Ward- <laughs> <laughs> like had like like I don't know who like somebody like come through a different portal and like they fell in love with each other or something yeah. like I don't know it's they, like take that story and mix it with like some like trashy like <laughs> you know shop rate uh, yeah you know. like like if his ancestor came back and like wanted to like I don't know have a relationship with somebody like that was the whole goal uh, like 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 John Hurt and uh, Mary Shelley and Frankenstein Unbound kind of well yeah that's possible too yeah put like Fabio on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> like some shitty romance novel, yeah. instead, but there's like a portal in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> instead, we get John Hurd in his. He's an inventor who's in his basement, and a fucking earthquake comes, and now a volcano appears in his basement that has a ring to a different dimension attached to it. Well, we're gonna yep. we're gonna get to that. Can we get the official Fangoria synopsis for this, please? So our official Fangoria synopsis from 1986 says Billy, a man facing electrocution on death row. For the murder of his neighbor, recounts his story to a reporter. The fantastic tale involves a magic ring and a beautiful alien woman with whom Billy had fallen in love. Oh uh, yeah, so we bust right out of this. Uh, we get we get Billy Malone. Yeah, played by John Hurd, Home Alone yep. Dad himself, Home Alone Dad himself, Mr. McAllister himself, uh, the uh, the photographer from Chud. <laughs> yep. He's here now. I was trying to figure out where this took place in his timeline. It's got to be pre-Chud because he's pretty damn young in this. I think it's uh, no. I think it's. I'm going to say post-Chud, right? Okay, we, okay. We've already destroyed this. The the <laughs> cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Daniel Stern is presumably dead. Presumably, right? Presumably. Maybe this is like a spinoff episode. Yeah. Well, before 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 John John Hurd actually like gets a lot of money. This is his jump off, right? Yeah. He was oh. he was a photographer, and then he's like in some like shitty basement apartment, finds this ring, meets up with Kina. Gets all this money and jewels and shit. Oh, that's how he gets the the home loan house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how he becomes. Okay. You, you know, we're always wondering like what he does for a living in those yeah. movies because they're like filthy rich and so is his brother. So, so he just steals rubies out of an alternate dimension. Yeah, because well, kids play with that shit in that yeah. dimension. So, so is Kina? Did she change her name to Kate, or did he just drop her like a bad habit after making all the money and find Kate? I, I think that's what happened. Kina was like, you know what? You're a greedy bastard. You leave your kids at home. 
You forget him. You take you all my about goddamn him. diamonds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he finds uh, Catherine O'Hare, who is also a redhead. Yeah, this is where his okay. thing for redheads so, starts. Yeah, 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 so it works out. <laughs> he he robs her of all her riches and, and leaves the alternate dimension, which is an amazing thing that I don't think anybody would ever want to leave. But uh, then he gets this massive house in Chicago. Okay, fine. So you know what? Love is love is love is strange. You know, yeah, that's I mean, the way it works out sometimes. Right. He had to have Kevin, <laughs> Buzz, Linny, and the rest. Linny, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But in this film, episode whatever, <laughs> I mean, it was shot on film. Anyway. Uh, yeah, he's he's in like it is like his basement or a garage or something, right? It's like his apartment is like this basement, right? Yeah. Um, and I guess he lives in New York City. I think it's implied. I, I, I thought it'd be like it. like California because he mentions like the earthquakes. Oh, oh maybe, yeah, yeah. No, that makes more sense actually. So it opens with him on death row and he's like in his electric chair and it's like. I don't really care for this like noir bullshit angle. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm Billy Malone, and I'm shit. How did I get here? You asking yeah. yourself? And it's like nobody asked. You're probably wondering how. <laughs> what? You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. It's almost <laughs> like they're trying to do a wraparound on the segment when it's already a 22 minute episode, and it's like, all right, I see what you're trying to do, and like, I feel like it does work when you get to the end. It's just a non-linear way of storytelling, yeah. like for this yeah. particular and it's thing. Sort of, it's it's sort of weird. It's nah, sort of yeah. weird, it's and like, like I get you want to establish like he's in trouble. Something bad happened enough for him to be on death row. We we find out, but it, it's like, but mm. like you didn't need inner monologue, and like no. you could have did it just through him and the reporter. I, yeah. I also feel like a nothing against John Hurt at all. Uh, but heard heard. I know it's like that that T or D <laughs> immediately two different people. But yeah, John Hurt. I feel like. I wouldn't go so far as to say he's phoning it in by any stretch, but like he's very young. You can tell this is probably one of the first gigs he got because it's just kind of like he doesn't look that distressed. And and like it's not like he has the knowledge of what happens at the end. He's just like, yeah, I'm on death row. Yeah, my final meal was two fucking bananas and an apple and some salad. Isn't this interesting? Yeah, no one will believe me. No one is going to believe him. I'd be sweating bullets, man. You're getting the electric chair because your neighbor got killed. Not not to undermine that, but like they're acting like this guy shot up like a school or something. He's like, he's getting the chair today. He killed this guy six days ago. It's already locked, stock and barrel. It's cut and clean. Yeah, he got put to the front of the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because of the zany story uh, he probably yeah. told. This yeah. guy's nuts. Get him in there quick. We need him out of here. I'm surprised he didn't end up in like a padded room instead. Yeah, right. I mean, then, again, it's and a And then TV the executioner show. here, the guy waiting to throw the switch, yeah. is going to be Niles Talbot from oh. Tales from the Crypt. Oh, so There you go. Bill Sadler coming in. Exactly. There it is. But yeah, so he's uh, he's in his cell, like, yeah. recounting the story and the reporter, like, trying to establish what happened and trying to get his story told. And uh, he's like, you're not going to believe me. <laughs> he's then, like, you're never going to believe this. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I get, I get his hesitation. No, yeah. sure, but like he's like, fuck it, I'm just gonna spill the beans because I'm gonna like be dead anyway. Yeah. So he tells In us six cra- hours. So he tells this crazy story about like how there's been earthquakes happening, and like at one point this, I for lack of a better term, like a volcano yeah. pushes out of his basement floor, and on the top of it, mounted inside, is like this metal ring. Right. And he like didn't know what it was at one point, and he's like. Performing all these tests on it. He's yeah. like putting like a thermometers down there. Yeah. He's like hooks and yeah. thermometers. Yeah, he's like one time I put the thermometer down there and it froze. Another time it like burned up. Exploded. Yeah. And like, and then one time he pulled out like a, a ruby or a jewel yeah. by accident. Yeah, he keeps and he says like every time he do- adjusts it and does a test. Yeah. He, adju- he moves the ring. Mm. Like it's like dialing in this. Yeah. It's not like Stargate. Yeah. That's a way better yeah. description. Yeah. It's like you just he'll do like a little adjustment. Mm-hmm. 
put something into it, freeze or melt yeah. or pull something out. Pulls out Kurt he's Russell. He's like finding different. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Russell is hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the key thing, though, like, that that they say, though, is uh, or John Hurd says is that he, it's not a two way road. He doesn't know how to go through or, or go back even. Well, he doesn't know how to come back from it. Right. If he's not like tethered, it's like the poltergeist well, thing where you need a yeah. rope. Right. Or it's like, you know, you don't know, once you go through the other side, almost like a black hole. Like, are you going to just get turned into mush or are you going to be like somewhere else? Like, he doesn't know. Like, so why are you going to chance it? Or are you going to freeze to death? Are you going to fall into yeah. a volcano? Like, yeah. what, you know, you don't know what's yeah, going well, exactly. on. Exactly. But he ends up pulling out a ruby. And like the way that he explains it is like he tells his buddy Jimbo. Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo this guy. Yeah. And Jimbo is like this sleazy, like con man guy. And he's like, he's like, this is a pure uncut ruby. Holy shit. He's like one of these guys that like loan sharks knocking on the door looking oh, big for time, him. Yeah. You know, he's about to get his legs broken. Oh, yeah. By, by, yeah. by Tommy Vale. Yeah. <laughs> I don't muscle no one except yeah. this guy. Yeah, exactly. And then like he goes to like leave. He's like, all right, well, if you find anything else, so uh, let me know. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, you want to give me the ruby you put in your pocket? And he's like, oh, ah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. I didn't think you noticed. <laughs> and he also has like that gold like pendant thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just weird. It's like from like, it's, like straight from Yig. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah so it's it's somewhere from beyond the stars. Yeah. The one time they pu- he puts like a hook or a crane or some shit down there. John heard. And he's playing a fucking crane game. What are you looking for? Fucking stuffed animals yeah. down there? He pulls out Penelope Ann Miller. Oh, well, there you go. Penelope Cruz. <laughs> he, gets the, he gets the ultimate uh, prize. Yeah. So she pops out. So she's like this interdimensional being who is also a scientist or an inventor. Well. But the whole thing with her is like her people can make things with their mind just by thinking it. Well, that's the yeah. whole thing. They're all super advanced. So it's like we don't ever find out if. What she actually does, but you're right, just because they're all so smart, at least that's how they're, it's kind of explained. Well, she says she's yeah. an inventor, just yeah, like okay, him. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Because, so she comes out, and Jimbo fucks off for a little while, or he gives the ring to Jimbo, and hangs out with, her name's Kina, by the way, right? and hangs out with her, and, like, teaches her how to, like, speak English and stuff, and she picks it up real oh, quick. she's like Job without the machine. Oh, yeah. oh she's like Johnny Five, Yeah, dude. like, she's, real quick, she, like, yeah. spelling her name out and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. like... It's like teaching a child at first. Yes. But she's picking up like very quickly. Yeah. Like he even says, uh, I have physics books that she's just burning through that took me like years to get through. And like understanding it. He's like teaching her the alphabet and he's like, B, ball. And she like makes a ball just like appear. Yeah. And she's like throwing it around. And at one point she throws it up and it just disappears. That's what I'm saying. Why would John Hurt ever leave this woman? It's like you would learn so much from someone from another dimension that's that willing and there's also like that weird love angle shoot horned into all this on top of it all. I don't think he. Well, oh yeah, well, I, I'm oh, you talking mean, about like, our Home bullshit. Alone? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she. Maybe she left him. You don't know. Uh, that's true. She is a special lady. Makes sense. But we should talk about uh, Penelope Ann Miller also being in the relic. Yeah, the relic. Wow. <laughs> well, see that I was getting there. I wanted her to pop up first. We we gotta cover that movie, man. I it know. keeps coming up, man. So John. So they break up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Penelope Ann Miller goes back to her dimension. John Hurd co- or John Hurd comes back here and she's like, you know what? I just really love that Earth Dimension men. I just really love yeah. them. So she comes back over to the other side. Turns out nobody's as great as John Hurd. And he's also already, she needs a job. He's already taken and she <laughs> she does need a job, but she's also a scientist. Yeah. So now yeah. she's a, now she's a biologist who cracks the code of John Whitney and figures out that he's the Cathoga. <laughs> It's all connected. And then and then that was that was before uh John Whitney was convicted uh for uh killing his son from Pinocchio's Revenge. Oh, yeah. okay. It's all, all connected. It's shiver. all connected. <laughs> Come on, Pinocchio! Pinocchio! Get back here, Pinocchio! The MDU. It, it'll get you every time. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah like I, I, Chris said it best too. Like she's treated like a, it's almost like this childlike wonder she has for everything. And he's like introducing her to stuff. She can finally speak, and they yeah. they write the, her names and their names and stuff together. Billy, 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 <laughs> Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Gizmo, Gizmo, in there. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, and so it culminates in kind of like he like buys her a dress and like you can't go outside naked or whatever and all this kind of stuff. She like brings back uh, Viola. What is it? Viola Marsala. Viola Marsala. <laughs> what is he like? Makes her Viola Marengo. Yeah, a little calf. For and she's you. like Viola Marengo, and he's like, no, 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 Viola Marengo, Viola Marengo. It's. <sighs> So she eats it cold. She has this thing. She doesn't yeah. like hot stuff, yeah. but, which but is like, which is kind of funny because I also like. It made me think of that monsters episode, uh, uh, Pillow Talk. Oh, okay, with Mary yeah, Warnoff yeah. can't doesn't oh, like anything. And, and you know, it's uh, funny. Cold. So speaking of Mary Warnoff, yeah. So in the fun IMDb deep dives and yeah. like all these episodes, the director here, there were and him and Mary Warnoff were married at one point. Are you kidding nope. me? That's yep. weird. So man. there's a little connection. Did he direct Pillow Talk? I don't know. We'll we'll get maybe. There. That's monsters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking about all this stuff happening, and I'm sitting there watching this episode, and I'm like checking my fucking watch because I'm just like, is this Tales from the Dark Side? Like, what are we doing? Like, not that you can't do a romance angle on the show. Like, you, you they've attacked these concepts at so many different angles. I expected it eventually. Yeah. But I just feel like. Man, this is the this is what you get John Hurd to do. Like, not and again, like I I don't personally like romance angles, so maybe it's just me complaining for the sake of complaining. But it just feels very forced and it kind of out of left field. I don't know why you feel that way about every single romance. Like, it's a stranger in a strange land, and she kind of like just gets attached. I guess to I just don't need it. I mean, you're 100 percent right. Like, it does it, it doesn't feel unnatural like a lot of things because there no. is an implied passage of time of of like. A year or so. Or, yeah, yeah. We or don't weeks really or know. whatever. Month. I just am just. And I think they it doesn't both go anywhere, I guess, is my problem. It feel, or it feels like it doesn't go anywhere. And I think they both like connect on like that inventor level because they're both sure. like sort of into the same things of like creating from ideas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they both sort of connect. I think that's their main connection. Yeah, they hit it off. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they find each other attractive too, but like that's a that's yeah. a really good point that they um that he's into science and stuff and they actually have like real conversations about life and existing sure. and creating and all that kind of stuff. I so. mean, it, it all does culminate in a way where it's like, okay, even though Sean, yeah, you just said all that, it there's a reason for that. I understand that as as someone watching the show. I'm just kind of like, can, again, looking at my watch, can we get to the fucking point? <laughs> well, we're getting there because yeah. Jimbo steals the ring because he knows that there's well, one gems on the other side. All, yeah. One ring to bind them, obviously. Yeah, one ring yeah, to- Yeah, he picks uh, up the ring. He's all like pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> picks up the ring and you half expect, like because of what's been going on, like the hooks and the thermometers like melting oh, yeah. and everything. Yeah. You think he's just going to like phase through That's the ring what I was waiting for. Like, get man. cut in half or, yeah, something, or something weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk something about that. <laughs> yeah. So he steals, the, he steals the ring and he like has like a crane with like a backhoe that he's going to just plunge into this thing, which he does. And he's pulling out like <laughs> rubies and shit. But then one time he pulls up a fucking arm, like a severed arm. Of like somebody. Can you imagine like a hole just appearing out of nowhere with a tractor bucket? <laughs> I mean, like, think just of- grabbing you. Oh, right, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Out of nowhere, yeah. out of a fucking portal. Oh, man. So some random guy got surprised and oh, lost well, his arm. Well, see ya. Yeah. It turns out to be Keena's dimension, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where he pulls that out of. So he so he just like bursts into John Hurd's house and like gives him the ring back. He's like, I don't want it. He's like, take it. Yeah. I don't want this shit. 
It's like, it's not worth it. And then that's also her link to like get back home. Yeah. Well, yes and no. That's how they find her mm-hmm. from like the activity happening with that ring. Right, because yeah. now it's actually like killed or maimed somebody yeah. in their dimension. So he like they have some kind of altercation and Jimbo like runs outside and he's like, you can't you can't do that or whatever. Uh, and John Hurt chases him out there. We don't see this happen, but John Hurt describes it. And he's like, he's like, and then Jimbo ran outside. And he's talking to the lady and he's like, and then there was like this big cloud that appeared. And I, I see him screaming, but he's yelling and no words are coming out of his mouth. Then this big cloud comes down and then there's this crushing sound. And then Jimbo's gone. <laughs> They found bits of skull and, and brain the, on my floor. All over the place. He, like, he got obliterated. And then Sean said, okay, yeah, that's one way to go about that. And this is a TV show, but really? Well, I mean, I, I thought that was kind of fine, though. And, like, the, the implied violence and, like, what happened is it's kind of neat to me. Yeah. But sure. he goes back inside and Keen is gone. Mm-hmm. And then he gets picked up by the cops <laughs> and blamed for Jimbo's death. Right. And that's why he's on death row. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh... They walk him to the chair. They got the fucking mask on him and everything. Oh, he's walking the green mile, baby. Uh, and they strap him in. They Mr. got Jingles wit- is there. Yeah, yeah. A little man. They got witnesses. Yeah, they're all there. <laughs> the Pinocchio's uh, revenge mom's in there somewhere. Oh, oh, she's in there too. Yeah. Uh, everyone that's related to something, some kind of scene like this. Yeah, course. John Whitney's getting fried one one chamber oh, over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shockers in three doors down. <laughs> exactly. But uh, they 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 flip the switch. And then time freezes, I guess, or something. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Kina, so not only is she able to manifest things with her mind, but she's able to like manipulate time yeah. and space. For like a short period, for what is it, like a minute? I think? Yeah, yeah, they I think only have like 30 that, yeah. seconds or something, mm-hmm. but she's literally stopped the entire world's time. Yeah, <laughs> for those, cool. I think it's pretty cool. She like pops up on his lap and he's, she's like, hey, John Hurt, how you doing? Um... Yeah, the elders wouldn't let me, like, I told them about you, and they, like, I didn't want to let you die, so I came back to pick you up. Uh, do you want to live with us? Yeah, they said you can come live with us. Yeah, and I'll, like, teach you how to make stuff with just using your mind and stuff. It's going to, like, totally yeah. blow, like, your Earth person mind. <laughs> He's like, oh, let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, like, a second, yeah, yeah. So, die or go live a life of of extravagance in yeah, a different dimension. Peaceful universe yeah. where yeah, where like crime is non-existent. Yeah, no one gets hurt. Yeah. I think there's also like a, a you know it's, it's a utopia. Well, yeah, it's a utopia. Mm-hmm. But like you you were talking about that love angle, but like it's still kind of platonic because she doesn't kiss him. She just hugs yeah. him. Yeah, no, yeah, and kind of brings him. Like it's just it's just somebody appreciating somebody else. So it's not necessarily like I mean it is a love story, but it's. I don't know. They no, don't yeah, go all the way with it. John Hurt does not kiss Penelope it's Ann Miller. Fisted. Like yeah. he buys her a dress and food and stuff. But yeah, because it's, it's more of like an affectionate way and like a gesture or yeah. whatever. So they fucking disappear to the Ooh. alternate dimension, and the lights come back on and the the things go and everybody's like, "Oh my god, he yeah. disappeared!" Where'd everybody's he go? scrambling, yeah. and then the reporter that you know he's been talking to, yeah, she like understands. Like all of a sudden, oh, she yeah. like gets what happened. Well, because she knows yeah, the deal. It was real. Yeah. It was an alternate universe. She goes, stop the pressures, uh, whatever, whatever his face is that she calls. And she's like, she's like, I got a better idea. It's a love story. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking sax. Meanwhile, there's like 10, you know, cops in the room looking, like looking under the chair. uh, Yeah, that's where he went. He's hiding. He's crouched under there. <laughs> They're breaking out that fucking carpet and star the Batman had. Like, oh, yeah, let's yeah. get the carpets out. Maybe oh, he's yeah, under there. Yeah, under the, under the floor. The Honey, I shrunk John Hurd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> running around the floor. I kind of love that. He's in a bowl of Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh no! Getting oh. chased by ants. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. He's in. He's in Penelope Ann Miller's cleavage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably. Uh. So what do we think of this one? Well, I guess I kind of already made that clear. I don't. Cats. Like this cats one. out of the yeah, bag. I think this one sucks. The uh, the Kena's out of the ring, dude. I don't know. Maybe again. I don't want to just repeat myself here. Or sound like some kind of asshole bias. Romance angles. I don't like romance movies. I don't know. I Can just, you elaborate on that? I just don't like it. I'm it's just, just curious. Boring to me. Yeah. I just not into it. Okay. It can be done well. You guys can argue that it is done well here. That's fine. It just doesn't work for me. Again, maybe it's expectations. Me going into this excited for John Hurd and I wanted something else. So it's it, I I recognize some of that is just me expectations being in a position where maybe they shouldn't be. Okay. But I'm just kind of like for tales. I mean, they could try whatever they've tried whatever so far. Again, like I said, eventually that sure you're going to get to one that that kind of covers this this material mm -hmm. uh people love romance movies i i know i'm crazy for saying that it's just i it's not for me at all and just the whole wraparound with him being in prison like it's interesting but it doesn't really work for me it's just kind of like all right well he gets teleported away it's kind of touching but uh it's a skipper for me and i like john hurd I, look i can understand that especially for a tales from the dark side episode. yeah 100 i like it yeah it's all right yeah it's not like it it's not awesome it's not perfect whatever but it's like, I'll watch it. Yeah. It's like, I wouldn't skip it again. Like the romance, it's like, that's fine. It's a little heavy on the, you know, like drama bits, but yeah. I think it's fine as a story. Yeah. It's like going into like having an alternate dimension as a like plot device. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most interesting part of the episode. I think it's fine. It's like, yeah, there's some like a girl pops up and you're like spending, the, you know, all this time, like, you know, uh, communicating with her and getting to know her and you know, falling for and everything. It's fine. I, I think it's fine too. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's like weird science meets short circuit, like on the set mm. of like splash or something. Right. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's fun to see Penelope Ann Miller. Cause this is like one of her first roles. Oh, the very mm. first one. Yeah. I, yeah. It's her very first role. And I think she's fine and, and fun. And, um, you know, it's fun to see John Hurd too. And again, like I could see where you're coming from too. Like, I would rather see him do something else or do, any yeah. or do anything. And again, I do recognize that maybe I'm talking a little out of my ass here, but that just it's hard for me to put my finger on it, I guess. No, sure. And like I, I can see that. Um again, here we are. It's the third episode into the second season, and it's still very science fiction heavy. It's yeah. not really horror based, which mm. I, I can see turning people off or, or not being uh what you'd expect every week. Like if like if we came right off um, the previous episode into this, like, I think I even said on that episode, I was like, well, let's see what happens next week. Uh, yeah. And then I got this. I'd be like, oh, yeah, what is you're losing me? Yeah. You get one more chance. Yep. Speaking you know? of like, if you've watched the last episode of talks, I said like, oh, you maybe you skip this one because you're getting in the next one because I forgot the next one that I was thinking of is actually the one after this one. Okay. Yes, is the one I would skip to uh, episode four. No, there you go. If that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. If you watch these both episodes, you're like, well, Sean, you said that uh, skip to this one. And now you said you didn't like for anyone watching this in order, just just clarify. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> I think that the the, the romance or wh whatever you want to call, I I, I kind of look at it more as like a friendship kind of thing. Yeah. They're they're more smitten than they are in love, if that makes sense. Um, and I like I, I really like the idea of like um having that alternate dimension and her coming through it and then like teaching him new things and like expanding his mind and how to use it. Yeah. And the power of intention and and the way that you can like manifest things if you just do these certain things. 
And I don't know. I think that's I think that's cool. Like here you have this civilization that obviously looks primitive, but is like way more advanced oh, than yeah. we are. Yep. So I kind of like that angle. And there's always some like scumbag like trying to make a buck off it instead of appreciating it. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's that. The no the noir angle's weird, but um, I mean, uh, as a Tales from the Dark Side episode, I don't know if it works incredibly well, but I think it's fine, and I I enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's like there's an innocence to this episode that we don't usually have in these. Yeah, and there's a happy ending yeah. too, yeah. which is weird too. It's like yeah, being a tales episode, it's like where did this one come from? Yeah, it's like was this then like testing the waters for like a more drama and like romance series or something? And then that? they checked the ratings that night and were like, oh uh, fuck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like because they had to be filming all these like way ahead of time to get mm-hmm. get them out on on time. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Like what was the logic again? I don't want to sound like a broken record on every episode so far this season, but like, why did why were these the first three episodes? I mean, granted, again, maybe like I said, I think either on the last one or the first episode of the season could be someone watching this is favorite episode. I don't know. You know, each one of these we've talked about this before is a different flavor. So there's always something for everybody, but like a weird first three episodes for season two. Yeah. And and it could be a thing where it's like, you know, this is competing right now with the Twilight Zone 80s television show so like maybe they're trying to broaden the audience from horror and get them in for like a little bit of drama and a little bit of sci-fi and a love story instead of like a horror thing but at its core tales from the dark side is a horror show so like i can see where they were trying to like maybe appeal to more but they were like yeah Yeah. all right let's pull back on that it's like we'll give you a severed arm but we're gonna have a we're gonna have a romance angle. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. They do give yeah. you the severed arm. You hear about yeah. it at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before you get out of here, though, let us know what you think of this episode. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, because we know that you've been following along, some of you. Um. But yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, do us a favor, hit that like button right now and subscribe if you haven't. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast app, please leave us that five star review if you dig the show. Uh. But until next time, I'm Joe Lascola. I'm Sean Rourke, and I'm Chris Park. Tales from the Dark Side is always there, waiting for us to watch it, waiting for us to hit play. Until next time, try to find it on DVD and watch along with us.